You are listening to episode 30 of Tried and True with Carol. Welcome to Tried and True with Caroline. This podcast delves deep into the dark crevices of the mind, no dive tank necessary, shattering conventional wisdom and encourages challenging the status quo. I'm your relentless host, Caroline, and together we're about to embark on an electrifying journey of self-discovery, entrepreneurship, unapologetic mindset mastery, and reminding you of why movement creates momentum and doing this on the daily is a non-negotiable. In a world suffocated by mediocrity where conformity reigns supreme, we stand defiant. This is our sanctuary, a sanctuary for rebels, mavericks, and those who refuse to settle for the mundane. In each episode, we'll explore the untapped power within ourselves carving our destinies like warriors of the mind. This podcast isn't for the faint-hearted, my friends. This is for those who hunger for more, who crave the exhilarating rush of pushing boundaries, and who refuse to accept limitations. We'll break free from the chains of ordinary thinking and unleash the extraordinary potential that lies dormant with each and every one of us. You see, it's not just about mindset, my audacious friends. We'll dive headfirst into the treacherous waters of entrepreneurship in everyday life. Whether you're a CEO of a multi-million dollar company or CEO of your household, listen in on lessons learned exploring the uncharted territories of innovation and disruption. We'll dissect the stories of those who dare to defy the odds, revealing the secrets of their triumphs their battles against the forces that sought to keep them down. And let's not forget the indispensable art of goal setting. It's time to tear apart those flimsy New Year's resolutions and replace them with unwavering and laser-focused intentions. We'll reveal the proven strategies, the mind-bending but oh-so-simple techniques that will catapult you toward your wildest dreams and leave your doubters in awe. And did I mention the importance of exercise? We won't just exercise our minds. We'll forge our bodies into weapons of resilience. We'll sweat, we'll push ourselves to the brink, defying the limitations of our physical beings. Because here, we understand that true strength isn't just in the mind. It emanates from the deepest core of our beings. So my friends, are you ready to shed your old skin to embrace the discomfort of growth and to conquer your own limitations? Together, we'll navigate the stormy seas of mindset, entrepreneurship, goal setting, and exercise, leaving no stone unturned and no obstacle unchallenged. Welcome to Tried and True with Caroline. The sails of momentum have been cast and the compass is set in the direction of unyielding determination. Prepare to unleash the unapologetic fire within you and become the architect of your own destiny. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Tried and True. If you are a regular listener, thank you for listening in today. And if you are brand new to the podcast, welcome to the podcast. It's been a bit of a hiatus 
the last couple of months, but I am now on summer break from school and getting myself back into the swing of things. So I thought that I would open up this episode. It's actually going to be a three-part episode because I've got a lot of material to cover and it's on potential. So there's two definitions of potential. I'm going to read you the adjective definition, and that is having or showing the capacity to become or develop into something in the future. And then the noun definition, latent qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. So I felt like I wanted to talk about potential because we are now halfway through this year, which is unbelievable to me. Like it's gone by so fast. I wanted to check in to see where everyone was at as far as if you set out to accomplish something this year, how far along are you on that journey? This is where potential comes in. So if you don't feel like you're far enough along your journey of whatever it was that you thought that you needed to accomplish this year, I want you to think about your potential in finishing that by the end of this year, if that was your goal. Because if you aren't far enough along, I want you to think about the obstacles or things that have kept you from moving forward. And I'm going to, I made a little list here of the things that I know for myself. And that is number one, you are never going to be a hundred percent ready to do all the things that you think you need to be doing. You just have to take that imperfect. I'm just going to start one step at a time and I'm going to start today. It's not waiting until tomorrow. It's doing it now. There's no perfect time, like I just said. This is a really big one. At least I think so. No one else should care more about what you want in life but you. And I know we look at, okay, well, I don't have someone supporting me, or this person doesn't think that it's important that I do this, or everybody's telling me not to do this because they don't think it's important. It's always going to come back down to if you find validation in what you are doing and you justify it within yourself, that's really what should matter. Because if you base everything in your life on what other people think and what other direction people think that you should go into, you're going to end up miserable. So look at what you want to do and not what someone else wants you to do. If you're comparing yourself to where other people are in their journeys and looking at yourself and saying, oh my gosh, I feel so behind. This person is so much farther ahead of me. I'm never going to catch up or I'm just I'm just too late in the game for me to be doing this. You need to get out of that mindset because wherever you are at this point in time is where you are supposed to be. But it doesn't mean that you're supposed to just sit around and not do the thing that you said you were going to do. Why does all of this have to do with potential? Potential is basically you determining the thing that, that you are going after, 
right? What is the potential that you are putting behind that to make that come to fruition? How are you going to make that possible? What, it, what is the potential of you actually doing that thing? If you tell me that next month you are going to fly to the moon, what I'm hoping is that you are at some point at this point right now in this in this that stage of the game, you must be an astronaut already, because if you're going to go to the moon next month, you must be an astronaut already. That's what I'm talking about. If you have gotten your ducks in a row, then that means that you see the potential within yourself. You are finding the validation within yourself and the potential of you setting out to do this thing becomes greater and greater with each step and each process that you are going through to get to that thing to make that goal come true or whatever it is that you're trying to make happen. So right now I want to do a quick exercise with you. I want you to think about if you had to come up with five words that describe your life right now, what would those five words be? And then when you have those five words, I want you to now think about how those words make you feel. So let's say, for example, if you said that your life right now was frustrating, I want you to really think about how that word makes you feel internally. Like, does it make your heart race? Does it make you feel sad? Does it make your shoulders drop? Does it make you feel like you just have no idea what you're supposed to do from this point? Or maybe you say one of the words in your life is fabulous. Why, you know, what, what is it about the word fabulous that, how does that make you feel? Does it, are you like excited to get up every morning? Are you like running to the gym because you are ready for your class or you're ready to do your workout? What is it that makes you feel fabulous? So you have your five words. Now you're, you're thinking about how they make you feel. And now I want you to think about the actions that you tie to those words and those feelings that are helping you move towards that thing that you have the potential to complete. Okay. Because what I want, what I want this exercise to do for you is remind you that the words that you say to yourself, the words that you associate with your life, the words that you associate with the things that you are doing, create a feeling within you. And then that feeling within you creates an action. And then that action that you take is going to produce a result. And if the results in your head or what you see in front of you are not powerful enough or do not convey enough of a, a movement forward, then 
the thoughts of failure, the thoughts of shame, the thoughts of I'm never going to be able to do this. Your potential to creating that thing begins to diminish because you keep yourself in this cycle of words that you are telling yourself or words that you are associating yourself to this thing. Whatever words that you chose, I want you to, not right now, because if you're driving or you're not able to write this down, but come back to this and I want you to journal about why you chose those words. Like if they were, if you, if you chose five words that were all just, I would, I would say like in the negative thought process, why did you choose those five words? Because I'm sure that you could have found one thing or two things in your life that are actually positive, but the brain for whatever reason likes to highlight or we bring to the forefront much quicker something that's wrong. Instead of teaching our brain to find the positive first, find the great things that are happening in our life first. Then we can sort through and figure out there's a lot of great things happening in our life, but these are the things that we need to maybe re-navigate to help even boost greater the positive things that are happening in our life. So that's one quick exercise. The second thing is, if we're looking at our potentials, we want to be looking at identifying what our strengths are within us, like what we know to be true. Like if you say that you are going to go for a walk, a 10 minute walk every single day, what is the likelihood of that happening? Like, is that sustainable for you? Because if it's not sustainable, then there's a likelihood that you're not going to do it. And then when you don't do it, you're going to look back and say, oh, well, I said I was going to walk for 10 minutes every day and now I'm not doing it. So I must not be able to, to keep my word to myself or create a great habit. So, um, I'm a loser. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but this is how it starts. And then when you don't walk for three days, you're like, oh, well, I haven't walked in three days. So why would I bother walking on day four instead of breaking that cycle? So when we set ourselves up for realistic goals, things that we want to accomplish in our life, it leaves less room for us to find the faults in our in things that maybe we overextended ourselves on, okay? Understanding and embracing our strengths and being self-aware of what we know we are capable of accomplishing. And it could be something that's like you're saying, oh, well, I want to remember to drink 25 gallons, 25, not gallons, listen to me, um, 25 ounces of water by lunchtime. Okay. So that would be roughly, you know, four glasses of water before lunch. From the time I wake up in the morning until lunch, I'm going to have 24 ounces of water. That could be a goal. If you are able to keep that up, then the brain is like, oh, well, this is great. You're doing this thing. 
and it's a realistic goal. Okay, so learning to set yourself up with smaller things so that when you get to the larger things, your brain is like, oh, okay, we were able to do this for X amount of time, or we were able to implement this, and it wasn't as hard as we thought it was going to be. So sure, yeah, let's take on this new thing. And it's, and it's from a place of positivity instead of, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to do this? Like, that's how you're already looking at it. It's already almost set up to fail because you're already going into it with a, oh my goodness, this seems extreme. Okay. When you are looking at the potential of you completing or finishing a goal of some kind, are you setting clear and achievable milestones that are in alignment with whatever it is that you are going after. Knowing that there's probably going to be obstacles as you are going through this process. And it's how you deal with those obstacles is critical in you moving forward. It's part of the process. Like if everything just went smoothly the entire time and there was no issues and everything was just great and wonderful, then it would be like, oh, well, this is really easy. And then it, I'm not saying it wouldn't have meaning, but it wouldn't have as much, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. It, it, it's like there needs to be like a balance of, of resilience, but yet challenge so that you feel it's like significant when you get to the get to the end. If you're climbing a mountain and you just encounter like zero obstacles, I don't know that it's going to be as memorable when you get to the top because you're learning things as you go. I'm not saying that anything like super treacherous needs to happen as you're climbing the mountain, but I'm saying all of these little things that create stories and strength and fortitude are going to be the character builders as you move so that when you go to, you know, create that next goal in your life, you have things to look back on that you're like, oh, wow, when I was doing that thing, I encountered this obstacle and this is what I did to, to talk my way through it. That's what I mean. It's giving yourself that those examples to move back into as as powerful um fuel to get you through that thing. Another thing that I want you to think about is, do you have a growth mindset? Like, do you really feel like you have the potential and the ability to make this goal or dream or whatever it is that you're trying to do? Do you really have the, the fortitude to see it through? And do you believe? Because in my, in my thought process, when you really set out to accomplish something, you do it. You find ways. You make it happen because it is so deeply embedded in the core of your being that you are going to finish this thing. If it's really, really, really meant for you, you're going to do it. You're going to figure out a way to make it happen. And that's what I know for myself. 
And I've done some pretty crazy things in my life that I didn't think that I was going to be able to do, but I accomplished them. And it was because I had this, this validation within myself and this mental fortitude that there was nothing that was going to stop me from doing this thing. If you have a growth mindset, you're willing to face that obstacle and then say to yourself, okay, this is an obstacle. What am I doing to move around it? What am I doing to get over it? What am I going to do to see that this goal continues even if I have to reroute myself in completing it, whatever it takes? Embracing your challenges, looking at the type of mindset that you have, and maybe you don't get as far as you thought you were going to get in the first month, okay? And instead of looking at it as a failure, how about you look at it and you, you reframe your thought process to, okay, did I really work to my fullest potential in making this come true? So let's say you want to run two miles at the end of a month and, and today is July 1st. So you're going to say by, by July 31st, I want to be able to run a mile without stopping. So we're going to do some running during the week. We're going to run. We're going to jog. We're going to walk. We're going to jog. We're going to do some running. We might do sprints. We're going to do some strength training. And, but then you take two weeks off and then we get to the end of the month of January and it's time for you to do your one mile run without stopping at a reasonable pace, not even anything super fast. Like you're not going to try to PR your pace and at the half a mile mark, you have to take a break because you just like you, you've got no gas in the tank. You, you just, you got to take a break. So you get frustrated and you're like, well, I was supposed to be able to run a mile. This is ridiculous. I can't believe I can't do this. Like what's wrong with me? All the things start running through your head and you didn't make the goal or, or the, the thing that you had set out to do is not happening, or at least that day it's not happening. So what do you do? You go back and say, okay, did I really work to my fullest potential to make this happen? And I would say, if I was your coach, I would say, no, you didn't. Because one, if you took two weeks off and it, it wasn't because you were sick or you had to recover from something or it was just, you just didn't want to do it, then that is, that becomes your own personal obstacle. What happened in those two weeks that you forgot about the goal that you had set for yourself? Because again, this is always going to come back to you. And the importance and significance that you put on whatever it is that you are doing. So your potential to, to finish that, that mile that you had set yourself up for could have happened because it's a very realistic goal. But because you had other things that you prioritized instead of keeping that at the forefront of your, you know, tasks on a daily basis of how you were going to accomplish this or what you set out as your your plan to figure this out and to to outline it so that you would accomplish it by the end of the month 
instead of you beating yourself up about the fact that you didn't do it, look now into how you are going to plan better. How are you going to ensure that you show up and do the thing that you say you're going to do? Do you need accountability? Do you need a help, a person that helps you be accountable for what it is that you have set out to do? And that's where you're continually striving to improve your craft, your ability to plan and your ability to meet your potential like you know that you're capable of. I know that was a lot, but I'm going to go back through and bullet point the, the tasks here. So we're going to assess where we are and look at the path that we are choosing as far as something that we are wanting to accomplish. And depending on what that is, the potential of you achieving that is going to be determined by how well you've planned it out, how realistic and sustainable your plan actually is, how accountable to yourself and your goal are you going to be, and what does this thing that you are trying to accomplish, what does it really mean to you? Because this isn't about anyone else. This is always going to come back to you. I'm going to give you a quick story here. I was slated to run the Philadelphia Marathon and it was over a Thanksgiving. It was over Thanksgiving. So long story short, the week before Thanksgiving or before I was supposed to go to Philly, I got really sick and I was in the hospital for almost four days. And all I kept telling the doctors at the hospital was, look, I'm supposed to run a marathon next week and I need to be out of here. Like I'm supposed to leave. I think we were leaving like on Monday and it was Thursday. I said, I need to be out of the hospital. And they're like, well, I don't know. This doesn't, you know, we still have you on uh, IVs and, you know, you really with the medications that we've been giving you, we really don't recommend that you go and run this marathon. Like your body's just not going to be, you know, this is not going to be optimal for you to do. And so I was like, look, you, you know, you don't know. I've, I've run like at that point, I think I had run. mm, I think I was on like my 12th or 13th marathon, something like that. And I'm like, I know I can do this. You just need to let me go. So they ended up letting me go. And I go to Philly the day of the marathon. It, it started off, you know, for one, it was, they had just had like this, it wasn't a snowstorm, but it was just this Arctic blast of something that had happened the day before. And it was, it was supposed to be gone. And then the weather was supposed to be beautiful, but it ended up lingering like longer than necessary. And I had never really run in weather like this before. So I was, I ended up being a little bit late to the marathon and everybody, all the corrals had already gone. So if anybody is listening to this and you are, you've run marathons before, you know, there's, there's sweatshirts and there's sweatpants, there's all littered on the floor. And I'm literally like the last maybe like 50 people that are starting the marathon. Like I've never been in a, in a position like that before. But anyway, 
So I'm telling, you know, my husband and my kids and I'm like waving off goodbye. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. Like, am I going to make it to the end? Like, I'm scared that my body's not going to hold up and all the things, right? And I'm just allowing myself to be overcome by this fear of, I don't want this to be the marathon that I don't finish because I had never been in that position before. Like I finished all of them. It was scary. It was very scary because I had the, the doctor's words in my head repeating to me, like, this is not a good idea. You're running the risk of like, you know, things, your body shutting down and all of these things. And, and then the weather was just really like pretty, pretty brutal. It, it was like, sometimes it was like sleet rain and it was the road, you know, the roads were very slippery and it was just so cold and I was not prepared for the cold like that. And so it was the hardest marathon I have ever run in my entire life. And to this day, I've run several more. And that one still remains to be the hardest one that I've ever run in my entire life. Why am I saying this? Because it proved resilience. It proved that I was able to look back on those parts of my life where I had done difficult things and I was grasping onto, you know, words of encouragement and telling myself and um, just a lot of mental fortitude and a lot of reflection and potential, like knowing that I had the ability to do this. It was going to take me digging way deep, like deeper than I've ever had to dig in a run before to finish this run, but I finished it like Rocky with my arms in the air, listening to hearing that song in my head. It was a very emotional um, finish, one that I will never forget. No, I was not, you know, there was no PR here, but it was in my, in my own version, it was like the run of a lifetime. That's how I would look at it. It felt like the end of a Rocky movie where you are so just depleted, but yet you are so filled with gratitude and graciousness for the gift of what you just accomplished. And yes, it was hard, but I stood there and I just appreciated what I had just done and what it took, more importantly. I am forever grateful for that moment and for that really difficult run because it taught me how much and what I am made of. So that's my story for today. I guess what I want to leave you with for this first installment of Potential is that really embrace what makes you unique and how you are able to accomplish your own goals. Think about the words that come to mind that represent your life right now and how those words make you feel and what those feelings create as far as actions in your life. Know that you are able to overcome any self-doubt and fear that you have about the things that you are going after, but it's going to take work from you to live and to, and to operate at your optimal potential and embrace the discomfort at times and know that 
without you taking these risks of doing these difficult things, you're never really going to know what you're made of because nothing much happens in the comfort zone. Nothing much, very little growth is ever going to occur when you are just sitting in comfort. If you're all comfy and cozy and sitting on your couch watching uh, Netflix, you're not really growing. Maybe you maybe you're just resting. Okay, I get it. But if that's like your daily thing, you're doing that instead of doing and, and going out and trying to achieve things that you've been wanting to do for years on end and you keep making excuses for yourself, you're not going to see movement. So know that there are things that are going to feel uncomfortable. You're, you might feel like it's not the right thing, but it's only going to feel that way until you start to train your thought process into these new habits and those new habits become the place where you thrive and grow the most. Learning how to step outside of your comfort zone is going to help you find the potential to do the great things. So I think that's it for today, my friends. I hope that you've got some takeaways here and I will be back next week with episode two. With that being said, I hope you have a great week. Hey, wait, I almost forgot. I'll be including a downloadable with this episode to help uh, remind you of some of the questions and the steps that I talked about in today's podcast, as well as if you're looking for a quick audio training that I have. I'm also going to leave the link uh, for that as well in the show notes. And that is called Musings of the Audacious. It's got an amazing workbook that goes along with it. It's a four-part audio series that you can listen to on the go and then use the workbook as a reflection to write down your, you know, things that you learned from each of the audios. And I just think that it's a great intro into how I teach and, and just some of the things that uh, give you some things to think about. So that is all. I wish you a great week and thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time and value your feedback. So take care and have a blessed week. Bye.